day to you ladies and gentlemen and a warm welcome to Lanka Foods weekly sports news roundup. Lankafoods.ae is the superlative online platform where all Sri Lankan food products and beverages are delivered to your doorstep in the UAE by the simple click of a button. Now you too could log on to www.lankafoods.ae for more information. In local news, Kandy Sports Club continued its dominance in the Nippon Paint-sponsored local Sri Lanka Rugby League tournament when they recorded their fourth consecutive win in as many weeks. Even though the scoreline read 21 points to 18 in favour of the Kandy Club, its opponents, Navy Sports Club, produced a superb brand of rugby to come extremely close to winning. CRNFC, who have kicked off this tournament playing purposeful rugby so far, knocked the stuffings out of CHNFC to register their third win in four matches. Police Sports Club pulled off a remarkable win over Yafo Sports Club, whilst the game that created much noise was the game played between Havelock Sports Club and Army Sports Club at Panagoda. In this game, at the breather, Havies were leading by 17 points to 8 when the heavens opened and play was deemed unsuited. However, the game was restarted two days later and Havelocks went on to pile on more points on the board to win the game by 31 points to 15. Havelocks incidentally recorded a bonus point in this encounter by virtue of scoring four tries in the game. Whilst there were many opinions shared about the stoppage and restarting of this particular game, Sri Lanka Rugby Vice President Nalin De Silva, speaking about this ad hoc situation, stated that the match officials had taken three things into consideration prior to suspending play at the halfway mark. Poor visibility of the lines and markings, unsafe underfoot conditions and the danger of players and match officials being exposed to thunder and lightning. As the points table stands, Candy Sports Club is on top with 22 points after recording 4 wins from as many matches, whilst Heavies lie in 2nd spot with 18 points, closely followed by CRNFC with 17. Week 5 hots up today with Navy Sports Club taking on Army at Valisara, whilst on Saturday, Candy travel to Colombo to take on Police at Police Park, whilst Havelocks take on CHNFC at Racecourse. On Sunday, CRNFC play Air Force at Ratmalana. Meanwhile, Sri Lanka Rugby and its management committee, who after experiencing many challenges, with many viewing even the suspensions enforced by its own Ministry of Sports and also Asia Rugby, more on the lines of persecution, have decided to take up a new challenge with a long-term strategic plan for the sake of the sport. With one of the main affected areas being lack of competition for the players, especially from the provinces and clubs, which Sri Lanka Rugby's management considers as the backbone of rugby in Sri Lanka, have decided to declare 2022-2023 rugby season as the year of tournaments. The main target of the new council, headed by Sri Lanka Rugby President Rizli Ilyas, is to re-establish all the tournaments that were played two years ago and also to introduce new tournaments, especially in the provinces. In this regard, since Sevens of Rugby being an Olympic sport for both men and women, Sri Lanka Rugby have decided in giving due recognition, especially for women's rugby, both at provincial and club levels. Hence, for the first time in 144 years of rugby in Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka Rugby is introducing women's tennis-side rugby to be played before the games of the main Nippon Paint Sri Lanka Rugby League tournament matches with effect from today, the 13th of January 2023. 
The first game will be played between Sri Lanka Army and Sri Lanka Navy women's tennis side teams at Valisara commencing at 2.45 p.m. The second game will be played between the Air Force women's and the CRNFC women's teams on the 15th of January at Ratmalana prior to the commencement of the league match which is to be played between Air Force and the CRNFC. Meanwhile, the much-hyped investigation into Sri Lanka cricket's tour of Australia for the T20 World Cup was concluded with the Minister of Sports, Roshan Ranasinghe's appointed committee headed by retired High Court Judge Sarojini Veerawardena recommending that a forensic audit of the expenditure during the Australian tour be completed besides also other findings pertaining to cricketer Danushka Guntilakar's ongoing alleged rape case in Australia which incidentally has been now postponed till the 23rd of February and Chamika Karuna Ratna's committed multiple issues such as his brawl at the Crown Casino and his lighting of candles and incense sticks in the hotel room in reverence to the Hindu god Lord Ganesh. The report included statements from National Sports Council President Arjuna Ranatunga, public officials connected to the T20 World Cup tournament, officials at Sri Lanka Cricket, players of the national cricket team and also Pastor Jerome Fernando. Meanwhile, a senior official at Sri Lanka Cricket speaking to the morning sports on the go went on to rubbish this practice enforced by the Minister of Sports Roshan Ranasinghe as being nothing but a political ploy. Sri Lanka Cricket is an independent entity and is governed by its own constitution with all decisions ratified by its executive committee. We have seen much mud slinging take place even in the past with Sri Lanka cricket officials being hauled into COP committee meetings to simply fuel the carnal interest of politicians, he concluded. In foreign news, it's been mainly cricket that has been played with Australia winding its three-test series with South Africa and Sydney after Reigns played havoc in the traditional pink ball test match played in honour of Jane McGrath, the late wife of former Australian fast bowler Glenn McGrath who passed away due to cancer. Australia, after winning the first two test matches comprehensively, declared their first innings at 475 for four at the end of day three leaving the Aussies two days to bowl out the Proteas twice in order to complete a whitewash in the series, but more so to book their place in the World Cricket Test Series final. Australian captain Pat Cummings, needing as much time as possible to win this Test match, decided to declare Australia's innings overnight on day three, leaving opener Usman Khwaja, who is yet to record his first double century in Test match cricket, stranded on 195 not out. Over in Pakistan, Pakistan and New Zealand also squared their two test match series after their second test match two fizzled out into a draw in Karachi. The two teams commenced their three-match ODI series on the 9th of January with Pakistan winning it by six wickets. New Zealand then came back strongly to win the second ODI by 79 runs on Wednesday and now wait to compete in their all-important and deciding third and final ODI which also is to be played in Karachi later today. Meanwhile, Sri Lanka's shambolic cricket tour of India is all but over with the home team recording an unassailable 2-0 lead in the three-match ODI series with just the third and final match which will be of mere academic interest to be played at 
Chittapuram on the 15th of January. This is after India had earlier secured a 2-1 series win in the concluded T20 series. Well, that's it for this edition. Do stay tuned as the morning sports on the go and www.lankafoods.ae brings you our weekly sports news roundup next week at the same time. This is Marlon Dale Ferreira signing off for the morning sports on the go.